This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is Kylie Cosmetics even a real company? Uh, We've had a lot of questions about the sale of Kylie Cosmetics on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Good morning. Good afternoon. That too. And good evening. And good day, sir. Uh, but yesterday we were going to talk about this, and then we, this whole conversation got preempted because Prince Andrew made a huge announcement that he'd be stepping back from his royal duties because he stepped in the royal duties. Um, but Chris Jenner is talking about this sale of Kylie Cosmetics, and it made us ask a lot of questions. Yeah, so it's so obvious. It's Kylie so Cosmetics obvious. is uh, a sham. Kylie's not a billionaire, but Chris Jenner wants you to believe that. Trust me, if you disagree, you will, by the end of this segment, agree with us. It's not just us saying this. But let's start with um, what you just referenced, and that is Kris Jenner discussing her daughter Kylie selling her majority stake of Kylie Cosmetics for $600 million. Kylie Jenner sold a 51% stake in her cosmetics and skincare business to beauty conglomerate Cody for $600 million. That's the news report, right? And we were all like, wow, this like 22-year-old girl, essentially young lady, is now really a billionaire. But wait, there's There's more. more. So Kris Jenner is speaking out and she's sitting down and she's sitting down, by the way. Um, with all sorts of people, but I think she was on like a CNBC thing. Um, yesterday was a really big day for Kylie and her team at Kylie Cosmetics. It was truly a big moment for our family to be proud. It is kind of a crystallization of all of our work. I'll just give you some more words quickly. Okay. It's also a moment to just like look forward and be really excited about the future. I think the goal is to just keep building Kylie's existing beauty business into a global powerhouse brand. We decided to blah, 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 blah. talking points, talking points. Chris Jenner is genius at what she does, which is to sell a stinking pile of um, duty, very, (laughs) very successful cosmetics. Um, And she is. She's doing that well. Like, I no shame in that game. Right. But I have some serious questions because. Doesn't there just seem to be something a little felonious about a 22-year-old, like, social media, albeit success, running a billion-dollar company. Mm-hmm. Um, and really what she was known for up to that point was, like, duck lips. Mm-hmm. Um, remember, wasn't she the duck lip person? Ky- the Kylie lip, lip challenge, challenge. Where people yes. were, like, exploding their lips yes. around the country. Which my children still talk about, which tells you what a punch that packs. So, like, her facial plastic surgery was, like, hot topics for conversation. But now, 
she is running a billion dollar business. Doesn't that seem a little suspect to you? Well, and it has. I think I don't think we're the first this is the first time we've said this. Correct. We have been saying this since Forbes put out their billionaire Kylie yes. Jenner issue. And there have been some other people on that list in the past that also have questionable finances, mm-hmm. or at least we think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I digress. So we, we won't were, name any names. <laughs> we don't have to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um so but the, but the thing is we we all just kind of have this sense like this something is does not smell right about this. It makes for like two perfect headlines. So I started to dig a little bit mm. and I don't know that I have a lot of answers for you, but I do have a lot of questions. And I think the fact that I'm not the only one who has a lot of questions indicates that there's something here here. Yeah. When you're digging for answers and all you get is more questions. That should raise a little flag. Because in my head, I'm like, okay, I need to understand what is a Kylie Cosmetics. Remember, the news was Kylie Cosmetics was bought by Cody Inc., which yep. this this big conglomerate. Mm-hmm. And for $600 million, reportedly, uh, Kylie sold her like 51% stake, but she still has a 49% stake in the company. And, you know, they took us on a tour of her corporate offices. Rise and shine. And didn't nobody work there? No, it just looked like lies. It did. Now, really quickly, because I think that this is where you're going next. One of the things that we learned early on in the life of Kylie Cosmetics was that Kylie Cosmetics essentially was a relabeling of another brand called ColourPop, where literally they had the same exact items in mostly the same packaging, the major difference was Kylie Jenner's name on it. So then I asked you, well, did Cody also acquire ColourPop? So let's take a step back from that. So actually, ColourPop is a brand from a company called Seed Beauty. Okay. And Seed Beauty has several brands. And among their brands, ColourPop, Fourth Ray, Soul, Taddy Beauty. Do you... You recognize Taddy Beauty. I know you do. You just don't remember that you do. Taddy Beauty. Remember Taddy? Was that? What's her name? Taddy? Tasha's? No, Taddy? Remember James Charles? Oh, and yeah, Taddy yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. So Taddy Beauty's Thank you. her makeup line, Kylie Cosmetics, mm-hmm. KKW Beauty, and ColourPop are all owned, uh, are all brands from a company called Seed Beauty. Yep. So Seed Beauty is this like mom and pop start to finish, they do it all, cosmetic company. Okay. Now, it's kind of mysterious what's actually going on over at Seed Beauty. And I say that because when you try to really understand what's going on with like where that company starts and the brands begin and what the brands are actually, what that means and what that is as a business entity, those things are kind of confusing. Now, Mm -hmm. part of that could be just that I'm dumb and I don't understand how things work and it's hard to understand it from a mere Google search. Somebody with more business acumen might be able to lay this out better. But it appears that Seed Beauty is the parent company. Then you've got these brands that they're responsible for, which to your point is why it was so easy for them when Kylie got the idea of doing her lip kits, Mm -hmm. that she could enlist a company like Seed Beauty who'd already been already been doing it for their other brands, slap her face and brand on it, get her to sign off on a few colors and pictures and go on their merry way to make tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars in sales. Right. Right? Right. The thing is, though, so Cody comes in, and and Cody is a conglomerate that owns a bunch of different brands. Mm -hmm. And they're publicly traded. Like, Seed is private. Uh, Seed Beauty is a private-owned business. Yes. Yes. Um, That might come into play later. Cody 
is a publicly traded company founded in 1904, 150 years, 15 years ago in Paris, France by Francois Gaudi. And um, they own Clairol, CoverGirl, Max Factor, Sally Hansen, Wella, Bourgeois. Uh, and a bunch of other brands, mm-hmm. and their products are things like skincare, fragrance, hair care, all that good stuff. Um, they they have worked with. They also do like the makeup, or I shouldn't say the makeup, but like skincare and stuff for brands like Calvin Klein. So they're just like pumping stuff out with yeah. different labels on it. Yeah. What I think has actually happened here is that Cody acquired Kylie Jenner's brand mm-hmm. and will then manufacture their products. At this time, though, Seed says they still own Kylie Cosmetics. So what I'm confused by is whether or not Seed as a company was purchased by Cody, which I don't think is the case. Right. I think they just purchased the brand. Okay. Um, And that's what Cody, and maybe they just haven't updated their website or whatever, but that's what Cody purchased. So Kylie really just sold her name, which, again, albeit... If if the numbers and there are reasons to suspect that those are not legit, but let's just say that those numbers are correct for six hundred million dollars, that that's you know huge that she can leverage her name right for a six hundred million dollar brand, and that's not even for a hundred percent stake in the company. Like no. she still owns, but according again, to the story, like, somebody get a uh, an accountant in here because I I bet there's a lot of shenanigans and shiftiness going on with these numbers. But I, I fully do, agree with that. But I do think that when you when you just look at the things from the surface, obviously they were very successful in leveraging her name as a brand. Mm-hmm. I don't think this narrative of Kylie Jenner as this, you know, strong like start from the bottom, work her way up, el- throwing elbows to the competition to make a you know name for herself mm-hmm. in a very a very um, crowded retail market i think she leveraged smartly leveraged her name with very little actual um business acumen yeah this is okay so this has been my um take on chris jenner for quite some time because if i go through the list of the kardashian jenner kids you will be able to tell me exactly what their brand is yeah Chris Jenner decided on what those brands would be, and Kylie's brand is going to be young entrepreneur, yeah, billionaire, yeah. So this is all a manufacturing of Chris Jenner as the master puppeteer. Because if I go down through, you can Chris or, or Kim Kardashian's brand, sex tape, sex symbol, Courtney Kardashian, wholesome mom, yeah, Chloe. I'm, you can play the Revenge game. body. Yeah. Rob. Fat mess. Yep. Got to work on You're, his fitness. Right. Uh, Kendall. Model. Kendall's and, the only one that I feel like has, has any <laughs> sort of inherent, like, you know, like she had a goal and that's, I mean, they all had goals. I'm not saying they don't have goals, but like she had like a, a more traditional career path in right. mind, perhaps, right. as compared to the rest of them. Right. So and then you, you get to Kylie and she's being made to be... The mini She's billionaire. She's the young entrepreneur. Yeah. Which, again, you know, good luck to her. And I'm not trying to take any of her success away. I'm not saying that she wasn't <laughs> successful in this. I'm just saying that part of the success is creating this narrative, this story around her that makes her seem bigger than she is. And again, mm-hmm. I would just point out the following. So what was the revenue for Cody? A company, by the way, publicly traded on the New York Stock Exchange. 
their revenues in the United States in 2018, $9.4 billion. Mm-hmm. You would have me believe that they, um, because remember, Kylie's a billionaire. Yeah, Kylie people, herself is a self-made billionaire. Correct. So she's just one-ninth of this. You know, she just happened to be earning one-ninth of what this, like, conglomerate was right. making, international and otherwise. It just, something doesn't add up. And here's the exciting thing. Are we doing the exciting thing now? Is the exciting thing something that we talked about yesterday? The blind item? Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. So this was a blind item that we read yesterday on the show. You guys figured it out pretty quickly. Let's see if the magazine that names the wealthiest does a little napkin math and realizes that the reality star with a lucrative side gig is nowhere close to being a billionaire, even if the value of the company is correct, which it isn't. The good news is a lot of this goes from private to public in the next quarterly report. So, do you want to fill in the blanks there? Uh, well, we're going to see what, when they put out a report, we'll be able to look at Cody's report and see how Kylie Jenner Cosmetics actually performs. Yeah, like it, the, what the blind item is alluding to is just as you said, you will see a report and there will be numbers and the numbers will say uh, Kylie Cosmetics earned this much this year. Mm-hmm. Whatever, you know, whatever the metrics are that are going to show up in their quarterly business reports. Um, or their messages to stockholders, you will get a clear indication of the actual worth. Again, not to say that it won't be something significant, but I just think that we're being fed a, a line, which, you know, presumably, like, and this happens all the time in our country. This is why, like, there is evil genius in what the Kardashians do. This is America now. Mm-hmm. America is not that you actually have to be successful. America is that you just have to look successful and say that you are and people will believe it. Yeah. Well, or people are just too, too ambivalent to care Mm -hmm. or too dumb to pay attention or whatever adjective makes you feel good on any particular day in the way you want to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And in some cases that can have large consequences. Yeah. I'm just going to let you deal with that. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. <laughs> I've been trying show, to for a while now. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese uh, will be bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a Dirt Alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here and she has brought a heap and helping of dirt. Lots of dirt and and Thanksgiving turkey turkey prep. Yeah, we've been discussing how you're going to how you're going to prep the turkey. It's uh, it's going dry brine and spatchcock at my house. Everybody, I love it when you talk dirty. (laughs) Chickens, turkeys, spatchcock, all of them. Do it. Pete Davidson says he treats. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor?
flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Every girlfriend like a princess. Mm-hmm. He says, <laughs> my love language when I'm in a relationship is I treat the person I'm with like a princess. Okay, that's not a love language. No. I just am here to tell you. This is I've dysfunction, too. This mm-hmm. is called putting your significant other on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. And he has to stop doing this or it's never going to last. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm like, I wonder why you keep jumping from relationship to relationship. Here's yeah. what he says. I try and go as above and beyond as possible because that's what you're supposed to do. If you're in a relationship with someone, you're just supposed to make that person feel as special as possible. Mm, no, no, that no, just is Pete. not a healthy situation. Well, good luck no. to you, sir, but I've not found that to be a successful strategy. He well, says, and here it goes. It's going to end the same way it does every time. Because here's what he says. Mm-hmm. And he's saying how it's ending. And yet he's not remedying the behavior. He said, but sometimes when you put so much on someone, it overwhelms them. And then they don't know if they could come close to that or if they can keep up with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's very so like, off-putting to some. It's something I had to learn in a past relationship, which sucked to learn that through that person. But it makes you better. Well, but apparently it doesn't because you're advocating for continuing to do it. I don't understand this. I don't either. But you know what? It is. I I said this when Holly uh, shared this in the Dirt Alert update. Like, this is exactly why he ended up getting engaged to Ariana Grande. Mm -hmm. And all of us were like, Mayday, Mayday. This Mm -hmm. is not. It's a bad idea. It looks because it did. It looked like somebody who was trying to issue these grand displays, gestures of love. Yeah. That maybe were slightly empty. And I'm not saying he didn't have great feelings for her. I know. I'm not a psychologist, but I'm going to play one on the radio right now. Here's what's happening with Pete Davidson. You want me to break it down? I'll break it down. Pete Davidson does not feel secure in himself. He is not confident. He is deep-seated insecurity. And so when he is in a relationship, he feels like deep down... Just him is not enough. And so he has to go over the top, over the top, over the top, which is unsustainable. And also the person he's in a relationship with is never getting the real him because he is obsessed with trying to show everybody how great he is. Because if you are, well, I don't know. I should get a degree just for that. I would like to give you that degree. We don't actually do that on the show, but (laughs) if we did, we would. (laughs) But, and you can have any kind of relationship that you can have. The problem is, I don't think you're going to find someone who that works for, probably. So, in most cases, what I've learned is, you have to find somebody who's comfortable with you on any given day of the week, whatever part of yourself you bring. Right, mm-hmm. right. And the worst bits, yeah, and the best bits. But if you're not yourself, you're never able to get to that deeper level. Exactly. He is in his mid twenties, and you know what? Were we all really our best selves no. and our true and selves in our mid twenties? No. I would, I would go with no. I think we all tried to be somebody else yes. in a relationship. Totally. When we were that age. Totally. We're, you know, just rooting for you, Pete yeah. Davidson. Sam Hunt arrested on DUI and open container charges in Nashville. Sam Hunt, the guy who's who's um, he talks sings. I had to see who he is because I didn't know who he was. He's a pretty popular um, country singer. Yeah, I'm so realizing that here's now. the problem. Um, he was taken to jail around 6.30 in the morning. He's 34. His blood alcohol level at that point was 0.173. Yikes. Here's my thing about that. Sing about drinking and drink as much as you want, yeah. Sam Hunt. But at the point that you're getting behind the wheel of a car, that's... Guys, no. He um, officers Otis noticed two empty cans of beer in the passenger seat. He had bloodshot eyes. He was swerving in and out of a lane. 
And officers said that he was struggling to give him his Tennessee license, which was mm. sitting in his lap. He instead tried to give them his credit card and his passport. He was the only person in the vehicle. Oofta. And um, it's not good. He was released on bail. He's, that, you know, it's not good. No. He's not he good. The help that he I need, exactly. he needs some help. That's pretty intense. Exactly. Yeah. Demi Lovato has a baby bump <laughs> for her well and grace. Thank role. you. Ha, ha, ha. I thought I would do a dramatic pause. <laughs> you know, I'll be like, what's going on? She posted on Instagram yesterday. She's in a polka dotted dress rocking a huge baby bump. She said, real or fake? And then it was hashtag will and grace, hashtag Hey-o. meet Jenny. So um, Sean Hayes commented, you look so dang cute in polka dots. And um, she's having a lot of fun with that. She uh, it looks very cute. It does. It's such you a know cute that's gotta be a weird trip for somebody too. On like when you play like when you've never had a baby yeah. and you play a pregnant person to see your body like that. That's gotta be a weird trip. It's a weird thing when you when get it pregnant, actually happens. And it happens exactly. And you always think I'm not. It's not gonna happen to me. I'm not gonna get that big. Oh, it's not gonna be that big. 55 pounds later, turns out you do. It's a whole different ballgame. 55 pounds, that's what I gained. 54 pounds with the second pregnancy only because I threw up at the end. Just FYI. Don't ask me those questions. I didn't pay attention. I did. I did. Because I was like, I can't believe this. This is amazing. This is like shocking. It's amazing what human bodies can do, right? Totally. Well, female human bodies, that is. Yeah. yeah, the male human body isn't quite as Pretty amazing boring. as the female. After yeah, I had yeah, the tw- my twins That's and I realized really I'd had 12 pounds of just baby in there. I know. Th- there was a whole bunch of other stuff, too. That was like a little bit of a... It's disappointing for me when you've gained 55 and only 7 pounds, 11 ounces of baby <laughs> comes out. And you're going, well, how does this Where add the re- What's the rest of this? Where's the math working here? <laughs> Thanks for that wonderful dirt <laughs> alert, Elizabeth Reese. Uh, we need somebody to play our 30-second pop. There's something in the way. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you'll win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley. Hi, bitches. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today? Oh, thanks for asking. We have Andrew on the line. What is Andrew playing for? Andrew is playing for a big fat pair of these. A pair of front of engagement movie passes to see the film Honey Boy, written by and starring Shia LaBeouf. Thank you, All right, Andrew, are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I'm ready to try my best. Okay, you will do your best, and the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Who directed the latest Charlie's Angels movie? Um, Elizabeth Banks. Joan Collins played Alexis Carrington on what primetime soap? Um, Days of Our Lives. No. Um, uh, yeah, General Hospital. Nope. Yeah. Wannabe was the first hit song for which 90s group? Spice Girls. Phil Collins was a drummer and singer for what band? Genesis. Which department store has an annual Thanksgiving Day parade? Macy's. Joan Collins, Alexis Carrington. It was a primetime uh, soap. One day at a time? No, it was at night. Um, Oh, Andrew, I'm so sorry you did so well. And then that was the one that tripped you up. I'm so sorry you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge. Sorry, lady. Uh, We will try again tomorrow. I'm sorry, I just (laughs) called Andrew lady. I don't know. It may work for her. Whatever. Uh, Everybody can get an opportunity to try again tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, One at a time, though. Let's get the answer to that question that Andrew did not get correct. Um... 
Joan Collins played Alexis Carrington in Dynasty. Oh, I think it's Dyn- Dynasty. Dynasty. Yeah. You um, Dynasty. I'm sorry about that, Andrew. Uh, again, you get another opportunity to play tomorrow. Every day at 1230. And now that we've answered those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind, blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by Your Mom. Item. Blinded by the Item. Celebrity Gossip <laughs> Mysteries. Yes. Thank you, Catherine. Surrounded by reality stars and D-listers. This former A-list mostly television actress from a now-defunct cable hit show, which spawned a now-canceled spinoff, is hoping her new show will get her back in the status or higher. And she was practically crying last night at the People's Choice Awards because she thought she was too good to be there. Oh, wow. This is a really fraught individual, but let's back it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So... She's surrounded by reality stars and D-listers, yeah. but she is a former A-list, mostly TV actress from a now-defunct cable show. Yes. So this person thought that she was just too darn good to be at the People's Choice Awards uh, with all those Kardashian oh, Jenners. Okay. Yeah, and she was practically crying because she was there at the People's Choice Awards, and it was okay. just beneath her. We know who this is, by the way. It's confirmed. Oh, fun. A-list. Let me give you a hint. Okay. Okay. She is Jonai adjacent, meaning oh. she is in the world of the Jonas Brothers. Okay. So it's not Sophie Turner. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. oh, honey. Oh, honey. Okay. Honey. Honey, honey. Surrounded by reality stars and D-listers at the People's Choice Awards, Sophie Turner hopes that her new project will be a hit because she was practically crying last night because she thought that she was too good to be there. I feel like once you've married a Joni, yeah. you made your deal with the yeah, devil, honey. What did like, you think you were destined that for? You're contractually oh. obligated to drop your status a little bit. Pretty well, soon, it's going to be Ziploc baggies and Ritz crackers on Twitter for you. All for you. I just well, and um, those little bear crackers. What are those called? Teddy Grahams. Yeah, I feel like she's a, yeah Teddy Graham town. Um, <laughs> Which I could go for some. Oh man, do not underestimate the Teddy Grahams. The cinnamon ones are the bombs. Somebody, please, I could eat a box. Send them over. Please send them over to the station. Um, (laughs) Also, what did she do before Game of Thrones? I don't. That's a good question. I guess I don't even really know. I wasn't familiar really with a Sophie Turner at all because I didn't watch. Oh, she was in X Men. But she did that after. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Okay, so basically when I look up just a rudimentary Google search, like, did she really think she was going to, like, you were on a very successful TV show, but that does not an A, permanent A-list actress make. I feel like that is the unfortunate thing that being, that, um... Game of Thrones did to a lot of the actors was make them think that they were destined for greatness forever. Well, not only that, but just think about other shows similarly placed and people who've since gone on to lose their status. People like John Hamm. Yes. John Hamm used to be, I would arguably say, an A-list actor. What's John Hamm been up to lately? Not much. Um, You know, walking around with no underwear on and some sweatpants. I mean, I don't know. No, there's plenty of people who have fallen into this trap of being on super successful 
cable shows and then not being able to recreate that or replicate that following the cancellation or, you know, the wrap of that show. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's hard to do that. Kit it Harrington. really is. Especially when oh. you have been. Oh, it's so sad. Especially when you've been identified as that strong character for so long. It's hard to break out of that and and show that you have. That's why. Well, I don't know. I've got all kinds of opinions and none of them really matter. Let's move on. More celebrity gossip mysteries for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Here we go. Much like here in Los Angeles, this former A-plus list rapper ignores all zoning laws or defies them or thinks he can get away with breaking the law because of who he is. A new place is discovering how much he will lie to keep doing what he wants and then thinks officials will just cave. None have so far. Is this Kanye West? And his Wyoming property Mm. that's trying to shut him down? Yes. So, much like here in Los Angeles, Kanye West is ignoring all zoning laws, or he defies them, or thinks he can get away with breaking the law because he's Kanye West. Well, Wyoming is discovering how much he will lie to keep doing what he wants, and then Kanye thinks Wyoming officials will just cave well. None have so far. So, I watched this, like, a part of this hour-long YouTube um, interview with Kanye West after his most recent album came out. I watched about as much of it as I could handle before I felt like my eyeballs might literally pop out of my head. Mm-hmm. So, or I would like stab them with a fork or something. I just like had to shut it down. But one of the things he talked about were those dome structures on his property. His dome homes. The ones that um, he just started building without clearing and then got stuck in, you know, the governmental red tape because he had not cleared it. And then he made, they had to, he had to take him down. And one of the things that he was saying about that was, you know, I'm trying to make the world a better place. And then like it gets stuck in all this red tape and bureaucracy. And I don't do that. Well, I'm thinking to myself, who's buying whatever he's verbally selling? Because there's a reason for rules. Well, no, I was going to say there's a reason for red tape and red tape generally comes while there are certainly ways to streamline and be more efficient in processes. Generally speaking, red tape is nothing more than people in a community saying, before we do this, let's take a moment and think about this because you're not the only person who lives in this community. And very typically, I would think. It's people who think the rules shouldn't apply to them who have an issue with the rules as they're applied to them. Right. And what's really frustrating is what that person has the inability to see, and specifically Kanye West, is if everybody played by their own rules, that's the reason we have rules. Yeah. Also, he was trying to build a 70,000 square foot amphitheater on one of his properties in Wyoming. And officials were like, yeah, so... Turns out there's a whole process for that, mm-hmm. and I don't know that yeah. we're doing this. Right. We're going to have to ask you to maybe uh, look at that project. Have, have you mean, go ahead and... A 70,000 square foot amphitheater. I don't know how big the Target Center is. Let's take a look here. Target Center size, shall we? Mm-hmm. Sorry, Holly. Please look up the details, because for context purposes... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... Let's see. You'd think it would give us square footage, square footage, capacity. All I have is capacity. 
So I don't know. But anyway, it's real big. It's I mean, that's big. And he just was going to plop it. Well, here for um, how, how many square feet did you say? 70,000. OK. Um, yeah. Like just for like because I looked up the square footage of the of XL Energy Center. That's 650. OK. So that gives you, you know, an idea of scale there. Yeah. In any case. But that's huge. That's gigantic. That somebody would. Put, and again, this is on their home property. Right. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. <sighs> That's all. We don't have time for any more. Oh, thank you. I was so excited for another uh, blind item, but we did run out of time. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, Amy Schumer, I am disappointed in uh, a decision she's made. Oh, no. She's fallen into a trap. Oh. Um, and I don't know if we can rescue her, but we can rescue ourselves. Okay. okay? Uh, I'm going to rescue everybody after this on My Talk 1071. Amy Schumer wants your money, you guys, and I'm going to try to save oh, you gosh. from giving it to her. What's she selling? Herself. Oh my God, she's a prostitute? No, this is the Colleen Sorry, and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Do you remember when I fell into this uh, trap when uh, it was laid by one Ashton Kutcher? Mm. Uh, when he tweeted out his phone number and said, hey guys, let's yeah, connect. Yeah, like, I'm going to take this bait. And I did. Yeah, you did. And uh, I feel dumb for it. I still do. Uh, but I'm not going to fall for it when Amy Schumer does it. Amy Schumer has tweeted out her phone number and asked if people want to keep in touch with her uh, that they go ahead and text that phone number and then she'll text you back. This is this new mm, social network, let's call it, called Community, and um, it's a farce, and it's a joke, and I want to save everybody from it. Okay. So, again, I fell for it when it was Ashton Kutcher. There are a number of celebrities who have uh, done this now since, where they've tweeted out a phone number, but here's how Community works. A celebrity will essentially, like, rent basically a phone number then they will share it with their audience over social media Mm -hmm. and all that phone number is is a way for them to directly text you once they text you on that phone number Mm -hmm. you have to then text them back to get on their list or you have to go to a link to get on their like friends list and then they will they'll text you but all they're ever going to text you is their next movie. This is just a spam list. It ba- you're basically signing up exactly 
to I mean, be on their spam list. If you follow political candidates, they do this, and they'll be like, hey, it's Bob from Marcy's campaign. Do you want to give us $5? No. Oh, this is just all part of data collection. Yeah, it's terrible, it you guys. It's awful oh. because you can text back to the number, no. and, all and nobody's you'll get listening. Back, all you'll get back is an automated response. Yeah, like, thank you no. so much for engaging this wonderful number. Right now, we're busy, and we're doing things. Here's why I'm frustrated by this. This is how community... Uh, likes to. Is that the name of it? Community? That's what it's called. It's called community. The community. Here's how the community. And I encourage you, Bradley, to go to their website and tell me what you see there. The community website uh, characterizes this experience in the following way. Imagine texting with artists, celebrities, visionaries, the leaders you respect and admire, the same way you do with your mom or best friend. Imagine texting with your fans, supporters, or patrons the very same way, with smart, powerful tools to help you engage in direct, meaningful communication at scale. It's not direct, it's not, it's direct, but it's not meaningful. It's all about celebrities getting the word out about whatever they're doing, but it's going to go directly to your phone yeah, versus your Twitter feed or your Facebook profile. I don't understand why this is email. like a thing. Now, presumably all of the, because there's a piece in the New York times about this that was done in October about your celebrities are coming for your phones, Bobbity blue. Uh, anyway, and it talks about this community business um, and it's a startup, right? So that makes me think, because like this is not new technology. No. So what must be new, presumably, is the back end for celebrities. Like they can send to their, and they probably have an in-house shop too. But like if you're a celebrity, you can like, you know, integrate this with your other social media experience. And like you probably just show up on your desktop, you know, send out a message to your number and then manage messages that come in. I mean... I don't, I guess I don't understand what's so special about this. I don't either. And I don't understand who who doesn't realize instantly. I mean, if I will say if, for example, you love a comedian and that comedian or a musician and that comedian or musician is coming into town, you get a text reminding you, hey, we're about to head to your town. Do you want, um, you know, do you want tickets? Here's a link to an early, you know ticket experience like okay sure i would do that but like why do i want i mean amy schumer yes because she's a comedian right but like i don't know here's what i want mccracken they just want your data they don't (laughs) want anything else but your data well yeah because they'll take your phone number and they'll take all the data from you interacting with that app Mm -hmm. and then they'll sell it to the highest bidder yes that's exactly what this is this is just data mining this community thing, they're uh, going to collect all your data and your metadata now associated with this because I'm sure there's a term of agreements that you click on when you decide mm-hmm. to join community. And you give to, it all over. And you give it all over. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I would say, first of all, listen to Holly. She knows things. Uh, she's been very into this data collection business, not doing it herself, but being aware of it. So listen to Holly. Um, but also, if I if I'm going to be texting with a comedian, this is the value of that to me, and it's not even that valuable. To me, it's like getting your daily horoscope texted to you. If I'm gonna be like community friends with Amy Schumer, she better send me a funny joke every day, 
or something like that. I don't want to be, people don't want to be marketed to. I'm just being honest. That's just the truth. That's why you have to find different creative ways of marketing things to people. Having a celebrity that you are in contact with by text, Mm -hmm. I know the only purpose of that is for them to market to me. Mm Mm-hmm. So why would I willingly go into that? What more are they giving me here? Yeah. Other than the illusion that I have that person's phone number, but I don't. Yeah. Well, and I so think- I just don't see where this is going, and I'm kind of angry at all the celebrities <laughs> who jumped on board. I w- well, I will say it's a very it's very early, so we don't know ultimately, and it's a startup, so you don't know what things are planned down the road. What they're trying to do now, to Holly's point about data mining. What they're trying to do now is build a base because mm-hmm. once they've built a base, then they can, you know, f- launch the more they have, the more they can offer. Right? right. So I wouldn't be surprised if you begin to see additional stuff uh, communicated out to people's fan bases this way. Right. I mean, it's it literally is just another social network. That's all. And yeah, and to your point, it's a startup, so we don't yet know the capability of it or what the yeah they're just the busy. They're just busy building a base. It's like Facebook in the beginning. You're like, I kind of don't know why I would do this, and they're relying on early adopters to kind of you know pave the way, come to the place, talk about it, and eventually give people a reason to you know show up. Well, if you do want to communicate with celebrities don't do it first of all but here are the people who are on the community so far jennifer lopez ellen degeneres carly Kloss, ashley graham the jonas brothers carrie washington ariana huffington mark cuban tony hawk ryan seacrest deepak chopra sophia bush and ninja i will say the one fascinating thing is ninja it's a um, it's a food processor. Right. Okay. So I can con- connect with my food processor. No, what I was going to say is ultimately this is kind of a, an evolution in social networks, right? Because people are looking for a more um, qu- a quieter experience or a, a more deserted network experience um, when it comes to social networks. What I mean by that is they want to have small groups, right? They want they want a small group of their friends. They don't necessarily want 5,000 people communicating with them on a daily basis. It's trying to make it smaller and more direct. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the thing that your significant other does that you always want to correct? It's okay. This is a safe space. 651-641-1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.